Welcome to the Zondra TV Audio Nation, where we bring you the most interesting topics and conversations from the Zondra TV Network family of shows. And now, let's join the conversation. And today in the studio, I've got a cool dude by the name of Jay. 4G. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. All right. So, you know, a lot of us have situations where, you know, we uh, go through some things and then, you know, it takes a little bit of bounce back. And that's the name of your book. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. I'm excited to hear about this book. But before I do, I know that you weren't always an author. I want to talk about who is Jay. Tell, tell me who is Jay. Well, um, I'm Jay 4G Gathers. Um, my artist name is actually 4G. And I'm actually a hip-hop artist. Uh -huh. And so um, I'm based out of Atlanta, Georgia, by way of Panama City. I've been doing music for, wow, God knows how long, 20 mm -hmm. plus years. Um, I'm the CEO, founder of Grandmaster Entertainment, which is my independent label. Okay. Um, Grandmaster Entertainment has also uh, recently branched out into uh, doing production. And of course, like you mentioned, you know, I'm also transitioning to becoming an author. Yeah. Uh, currently on my roster, I have three artists. Um, you know, obviously, you know, looking for great talent. But um, that is who I am. The 4G actually is a name that derives from the Godhead. It's not T-Mobile. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's God the Father's God the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and my legal last name, Gathers. So that's what the 4G derives from. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it, there's a message to the meaning. Yeah. yeah I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So, I mean, you gave me um, a high level of who you are. But I want to get, dig into your history, like, like really. I, I mean, who are? Have you always been a recording artist? Um, did you, you know, what what kind of work history and career? What, what did it look like in the early years? So I've always had a love for music, but yes. ironically, I mean, early on, uh, rap wasn't the genre that I was introduced to. Uh, age ten, my mom, the very first birthday gift I ever remember her giving me was a. Uh, Whitney Houston, and a Teddy Pendergrass tape. Okay. So, you know. Tape. Yeah. Y'all heard that, yeah. tape. He didn't say CD, he said tape. Right. 8-track. <laughs> exactly. Cassette. Right. <laughs> so, I grew up listening to um, R&B, uh, first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, obviously, as, as time went on, uh, music actually became an outlet for me to uh, deal with a uh, dysfunctional childhood that, mm. you know, uh, I encountered growing up. Um, I'm not sure if you, you know, had the opportunity to read my bio or not, but, you know, it's public information, so I don't have an issue sharing any of this. But So um, I grew up in an environment where it was myself, and I have uh, three living siblings now, but at one point it was four of my, I had a sister pass last year mm. in March. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. But um, we went in our foster care. Uh, I grew into a lineage of uh, two alcoholic parents, my mom and my father both. Um, mm. I was molested at age 10, and um, I was just, I was just a lost, a lost little dude, you know what I'm saying? And as time went on, I would just find myself out there just in what I call just the wilderness. Just mm. making one mistake after another, trying to find my way. I didn't trust anybody. And, you know, hey, at some point I had to 
I had to I had to deal with me. Mm. You know, I, I was I was my own worst enemy. Uh, not by choice, you know, but like mm-hmm. I said, when when one's trust is broken, you you just kind of you play the cards that's dealt to you. And that's what I had to do. Okay, so public information is out there, and I'm sure people that are watching, it, you know, there's many that have experienced exactly or something close uh, to what you've experienced, and so um, you kind of just took that situation. And it formed and shaped you to kind of be, take life as it is, cards that are dealt. How did that work for you, though? Tell, tell me how it was working for you. Was it, was it elevating you or was it further devastating you? All of the above. You mm. know, again, like I uh, stated earliest, I mean, um, I'm not a powerful individual to the point why I'm not man enough to admit I made mistakes along the way. But one thing that... I had to do was I had to deal with me. So I found myself just trying to figure things out. I practically raised myself from the time I was 16. Mm. Um, you know, like I said, you you can read all about that in here. You know, I mean, the, the yeah. it, it was, uh, you know, most people refer to it as like a hero's journey, but it was, it definitely wasn't a walk in the park. And so uh, one of the things that I, I mentioned earlier, I had a situation when I was 10 years old. Yes. I was I was actually uh, molested at age 10. And so most people, they generally, they s- struggle with, you know, homosexuality, things along those lines there. Um, when that happens. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. um, because I went through that situation, mm-hmm. I'll never, I never judge the spirit because you never know how that spirit became attached to that individual. But with me, I became very promiscuous. And so some years go by, and I'm at this men's conference, and there was this pastor, <laughs> this pastor. <laughs> Think about that for, yeah, this this pastor. So he was making, I wouldn't say condescending remarks, but he was, he was being pretty tough on his brother you know, about his behavior, like, you know, hey, man, why you, why you sleep with so many women? And so the brother often kind of, you know, responded yes. in anger. And so just one day after repeatedly being asked that question, the brother just snapped and he said, the reason I sleep with so many women is because I got gang raped when I was in prison. So I sleep with these women to prove I'm still a man. And at that point, after all those years of suppressing that memory, a light bulb went off in my head. I said, wow, that's why I do the things I do. And, and when I say I suppressed that memory, uh, Ms. Andra, I literally had not even thought about that in 20 plus years. Wow. At, at that moment that. Wow. So wow. when, when hmm. it came back to the surface, I said, wow, I got to deal with this. And it was at that point there that you know, I came to um, grips with, like, this is a problem. And um, <laughs> some years yeah. go by, and I actually wrote this song entitled Enter Me, talking about the things, you know, I mentioned earlier, you know, growing up with two alcoholic parents, uh, uh, not having the support of um, my parents or people I thought that should have been there or trust being broken. And I remember sitting there, I was, I was actually working at this job overnight as a night auditor, 
And like I said, uh, music actually became my weapon of choice to battle, you know, a lot of mm -hmm. things I was dealing with. Mm -hmm. But I remember sitting there that particular night and I'm in tears, like, just reliving that moment, it just, it caught me off guard. And yeah. I, I could be the first to tell you that people, they have this way of hiding stuff on the surface. You never know, <laughs> you never know what they're really dealing with. And the problem, the mistakes mm -hmm. we as individuals make is we never take the time to find out why people do what they do, you know. Hold it right there, because I gotta take a break. We gonna be right back, because that's the thing. Are you traveling long-term internationally? Moving to another country? How's your furry family member going to get there? You won't be able to just buy them a plane ticket. There's a whole series of processes and red tape that no one wants to sift through. You need a partner. You need Doggone Taxi. We take the confusion and headache out of moving your pet to your new country. We take care of the shipping, the fees, the health permits, and anything else that your destination country requires. Visit DoggoneTaxi.com and get your free move quote today. That's DoggoneTaxi.com. Watch this and so much more on Zondra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com. That's all right. That's all right. Hey, we're back. I've been talking to 4G. Uh, that's what he's known by, but it, Jay Gathers. And he's been giving us his story about his childhood and how things started for him. And one of the things that we were saying before we took break is, you know what? We don't really know why people do what they do. And being able to go back and really recount the years in the past to understand some of the actions that are happening in the future, a lot of people don't look at that, but you had that moment. I did, and I and I attribute a lot of that to my my bishop of over twenty plus years, uh, Bishop James Kelly. He actually mm -hmm. was the um, reason I wrote this book. During a casual conversation some fifteen years ago, he said to me, "He said, you know what, Jimmy? Jimmy's my legal name. Well, um, <laughs> I don't I don't go by my government Jimmy name. Jimmy got sold." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but, uh, but but he says to me, he says, he says, Jimmy, if you write a book, he said, you'll be a millionaire. He said, because you've gone through so many things and there's been nothing that I've never seen you been that you've not been able to come back from. Mm -hmm. He said, I think you need to call the bounce back. He said, because everything that you've gone through, you've been able to bounce back from. And at that point, at that moment, a light bulb went off in my head. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. I always had plans and um, a goal to write the book, but I just, at that point in time, that just wasn't the time. Yeah. But um, and ironically, <laughs> it fit into my whole life story because basketball was my first love. I loved basketball before I first loved a woman. And oh, so... Okay. <laughs> he got deep on that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I did. Basketball was my first love, so... Okay. Um, Relative to um, more than music, equal to better than. Different stages. Early on, okay, it was it was basketball, but kind of like pers 
professional athletes, the older they get, they may not have the same passion for playing the game because not that the love really isn't there anymore, but, you know, physically they just might not be able to perform yeah, at a, a high level or something. Absolutely. So once I got wind of how good I was at doing music and how far music could take me, that's when I began to focus more on the music and less on the game of basketball. Okay. But I will go on to say that I also understood that music not only helped me deal with the demons I was dealing with, but it was it was just an outlet I needed to to vent. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. So in this book, let's talk about them demons because you had an aha moment. So, so the first thing I'm going to ask. You have this aha moment. You really like, oh, that's why I'm promiscuous because of my situation that happened when I was 10. But what happened then? Did you literally say, okay, I've got to address this. What are some of the steps that you took to get you past that and on to where you are today? My bishop always taught me that the greatest gift God ever gave us was the gift of choice. So once I finally got that revelation and I understood the fact that, okay, irregardless of what people may do to me, I have a choice on how I respond. Mm -hmm. Irregardless of what cause I'm dealt, I have a decision on whether I, I decide to make the right decision or wrong decision to address that. For instance, you know, I've been homeless before. I had a choice. I could... I can go out there and I can rob a steal. Or I can get me a job working at a fast food joint. Chances are, I'm going to get me a job working at a fast food joint. Mm -hmm. um, you got good heart, man. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, like, we... we, we I can see it. We, we, we have choices. Yes. And so I made a choice that... It, the, the, the one thing I came to grips with was my identity. Like I said, my legal name is Jimmy. Yes. But the reason I don't associate myself with Jimmy is because I'm a junior. I'm named after my father. Okay. And I didn't know my father. And so mm. in those years where I really needed him, my I lost my identity. And everything that happened to me bad was associated with that name, Jimmy. So mm. Jimmy's that old man to me. Yeah, it's, it's my birth name. And I was even born with the birth right of the the, the um, suffix junior, but that was even taken away from me. You can read about that in the book, too. Oh, that's um, a lot in this yeah, book. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. I, I was That was actually taken away from me, but Jay is just that that new being the one. God has always spoken to me in dreams. Okay. And in these dreams, mm. um, the dreams have always had a way of some way, somehow manifesting themselves. Not in the way I would always see them, but it will always be around, around the right ballpark. Mm -hmm. So the very first dream I remember having is I was at my own funeral. Uh -uh. I'm standing there in a spirit form mm. at a cemetery was the setting. I never physically saw myself in the casket, but I knew it was me. 
Mm. I knew it was me. And so yeah. I'm standing there and I'm just grieving. I'm crying it's a over real moment. I'm crying mm. over myself. Yeah. And I remember seeing my grandmother there, uh, who was deceased at the time, and she was holding my newborn son, Joel, who she never met before. And so I'm looking up at the sky and the clouds take on the form of the face of God, and it said to me in a real profound, a real powerful divorce. Powerful, distinct voice that the only way I can really describe it is like rumbling waters talking to you. And it said to me, like, you're a new creature now. And just imagine all wow. this grief just turning into like peace the moment that he spoke to me. Everything went from just total sorrow. I'm, I'm literally felt myself. I don't know if you've ever had those dreams where you've. It's so real. You real, right? It's so real. Right. You just like you can feel it, right? And then, and then, the moment he spoke to me, it's like mm. peace, peace, total peace. And simultaneously, at that time, I woke up from a dream. I go to church on that Sunday. My bishop spoke about a caterpillar uh, not basically being created to be the ugly, uh, ugly being, but yeah. basically being created to blossom into a, a beautiful butterfly. butterfly. And yeah. so. That was the point where I knew that God was telling me. First of all, I feel like he was calling me back to salvation. Amen. And I feel like he was telling me it's time for you to do something new and take a new path okay. other than the path that you're currently walking down. This book. Bounce back. Yeah. Bounce back. Yeah. All of the story is in this book. And if I'm right about it, this book is getting turned into... Right, a, a film, correct, okay. correct. So, all right. The um, and what's gonna be the name of the film? Bounce back. It's gonna be bounce back too. It's gonna be so. Listen, bounce back for the bounce back. Y'all need to get some bounce back. Uh, in fact, we're gonna take a look uh, at your trailer uh, in just a few minutes. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that we'll be right back. <laughs> I thought I was, I was on it. <laughs> Hey, my friends, if you want a successful marriage, family, and business, you cannot miss my friend's new show, Becoming a Millionaire Power Couple, right here on Zondra TV Network. Did you know that most skincare products today have low quality ingredients that can end up doing more harm than good? Sofiel's pure, natural ingredients hydrate, exfoliate, and nourish your skin. Most people see results in one application. Our patented skincare formula contains only the highest quality, natural, plant-based ingredients so pure you can eat them. Your skin deserves the best. Go to shopsofiel.com and use code SOUL20 to save 20%. Get started today. Watch this and so much more on Zondra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com. What is it worth to gain the whole world but lose your soul in the process? Like most, I was chasing power, money, fortune, and fame. Even though I knew it was risky, signing this deal with Lou offered me just that. Talk about popularity. Nice cars. Big house. private jets, and even beautiful women. Patient's blood pressure is 160 over 92. Miranda, no more success. 
is lucky that he's still alive after the car wreck. Wow. It's a miracle. In the blink of an eye, I find myself being tormented by demons while barely clinging to life. It's gonna be okay, Jimmy. God, no! Where you think you're going? Out. Again? Yes. Looking like that? Looking like what? Like a hoe. Call me another hoe. Hoe? You really thought that complaining was gonna do you something, huh? Because the choices I've made, my life is totally spiraling out of control. And now it's affecting the people I love the most. Help! Help! Wake up, bro! Time is our most valuable asset. Like most, I made a mistake of thinking I had plenty of it left. Ironically, I'm afraid of what my eternity entails. A wise man once said that life is a gift that offers us the privilege, the opportunity, but most importantly, the responsibility to give something back by becoming more. Question is, have I run out of time? Wow, what can I say? That is amazing. Tell me some of the concepts, because I believe you took it from this book to create that trailer, which I am just wowed by. What are some of the concepts in the trailer? So, again, the, the, the movie would be loosely based off my book. Which is loosely based off your life. My life, correct. <laughs> right. But, All right. But the whole, the demonic being you saw right yes. there, I want to take a different approach. See... I'm a Googler and I, I study a lot of things. You're a Googler. I like that. <laughs> Not the Google. I'm a Googler. I'm a Googler. <laughs> I study a lot of I study a lot of films. Yeah. And so I noticed in Hollywood right now, um, the movies that are really piquing people's interest are things along the lines of like science fiction, science fiction, yes. uh, action, and horror movies. Now, so I thought I'm like, hmm. Demons. Let's personify that because a lot of the inspirational movies that I've seen, I've never seen it done before. And I also want to showcase or highlight things that are real. The one thing about me as an individual, as an artist, as a producer, is I want to be real. I want to be transparent. I want to deal with topics that even leaders, um, even some pastors, I mean, they don't want an involvement with. They don't, they don't want to talk about certain mm -hmm. things. No, let's go mm -hmm. there. This, this, this film is going to take it there. So that's pretty much what I, I decided to want to take a different approach. Again, the movie mm -hmm. is um, loosely based off some accounts that really did happen to me. Yes. But, and I wanted to uh, personify that metaphor, me fighting 
those demons. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know the reality of it is, let's let's get on get down with the get down. We all are fighting some type type of demons. Right. I don't care. I don't exactly. care if you're saved, sanctified, filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, uh, speaking in tongues. <laughs> no, real God don't make no difference. We all have demons. We have those things that we have to fight. And so I love it. And I love that you're being transparent because in this society, in today today's world, people are not being truly transparent. It's a lot of, you know, pretentiousness, not being real, not telling the truth. Um, and, and so what do you contribute? I mean, I, I know, I think I know the answer, but I want to ask you, what do you contribute your success, the success of this book, the success of the, the trailer and the movie that's coming to bear? My favorite quote it is uh, life is a gift that offers us the privilege, the opportunity, but most importantly, the responsibility to give something back by becoming yes. more. Yes. That that was written by uh, Anthony Robbins. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that we all have a story. But I stated earlier, through the things that we've gone through, our ups and downs, our trials and errors, we all have a choice. You know, we can continue going backwards mm -hmm. or we can... We can come to that crossroad, those two diverged roles, and we can make a decision, hey, it's time to try something different now. You know, that whole definition of insanity. You know, hey. <laughs> Doing I, the same thing, thinking you're going to yeah. get another a different yeah. result. Yeah, I, I, want, yeah. I, want, I want different results. So at some point, I, I wanted to become a better version of myself. And, and this book allowed me the opportunity. When I patented this book, like I said, my, my bishop, he gave me the idea. Mm -hmm. um, but I had to put a lot of thought into it. Mm -hmm. And so relative to T.D. Jake's book, um, Woman Thought Loose, yes. he, he talks about relationship. I'm sorry, uh, healing. Yes. He, he talks about the healing process, and he gave a bunch of biblical uh, scriptures right. to support you know, his text. Yes. Uh, Steve Harvey, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, he gave just, just having a natural conversation with you, but he gave common sense. Um, advice about mm -hmm. dating mm -hmm. and so bounce back what i'm basically talking about in this book here is i'm using basic basic basketball terminology and giving natural examples of how, how it helped me maneuver through life mm. for instance okay um, that's good don't know how familiar you are with, I'm, I'm, with sports. That's where i am all right so if i use the term free throws mm -hmm. i would equate free throws to grace even though free throws are free, we often miss them. Yeah. <laughs> They're That's free, good. but but we miss them. <laughs> That's good. Okay, and, and you so, know I would think of grace. But so, free throw, not from this point on. Okay. So in the same sense with grace. Yes. Grace, we miss them more. So God's extending his grace to us. Extends new grace to us daily. Daily. Because every morning. Because we miss the mark too. If if I talk about, hey, run the baseline, that talks about, hey, know your boundaries, know your strengths versus your weaknesses. Um, my favorite is Gotta Have Heart. That's actually the first uh, lesson I want to say. So Gotta Have Heart talks about one's emotional development or their psychological development. See, when we're around the age of, I don't know, five, six, kindergarten or whatever, mm -hmm. that's when our emo emotional development begins to take place. And so say we're in the gym, we're playing, I don't know, uh, we're having field day or something. And you're not as talented 
athletically as your peer. At that age, the, you start looking at yourself in a particular way because you don't measure up to your, your, your peer. Mm -hmm. And so... Mm -hmm. That's I, like the four agreements. Have you read that book? I have not. Okay, you need to read that book. There's just something to that book. But, but exactly the same thing that you're talking about. Yeah, it talks about your emotional development. And yeah. so, yeah. gotta have a heart. Also talks about a competitive nature. But I put a little twist on that where one almost ha has to have a heart for the community. There were people in my life that saw the struggles that I was going through and God strategically placed them there to help me become the man that I am. Had those individuals not stepped in when they did, had they not had a heart to see my struggle, you know, I could have been dead or in prison. I could have been out here doing everything under the sun yeah. other than walking down the path and walking to. And I yeah. believe that's why that's God's greatest commandment is to love your neighbor like you love yourself. Come on. Because God is love, first of all. Yes. But having heart talks about you have to have a heart for your community. I totally agree with you, Jay, because people, you know, need to have a heart. But more importantly, the community. We need our community. So I thank you for being on the show today. You've been amazing. Good luck with your new movie. I can't wait till it comes out. And thank you for watching another episode of Real Biz Talk with Sandra, where I showcase small business so that you can grow, not just in your neighborhood, but nationally and globally as well. Till we meet again, as I always say, be the best you. Peace. Watch this and so much more on Zondra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com.